Welcome to Rain City Supercars. As always, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and we're recording live at Drivers Club. And it is our fourth birthday. It is our fourth birthday. I don't know how we haven't been canceled yet. Everybody else, you know, they, they're after Dave Chappelle. They're, we're probably next. <laughs> I mean, you know, with we're our, not quite uh, as controversial. Unless oh, you really that's like stance. That's because you ad, you edit out a lot of things I say about. <laughs> well, okay, let's we, we go after stance. We go after uh, PT cruisers or losers. Uh, what else do we go after? Uh, <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> Seattle. Um, yeah, so that's good. Yeah, I think we're just covered. So, yeah, it. we're good. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> well we're, like I said, we're recording live at Drivers Club. We're brought to you by Avance, uh, Carter Automotive Group, Griot's Garage, RCS 10 for that 10% off, Haggerty, Let's Drive Together, Salvo Design, and York Real Estate. Woohoo! Yeah, uh, I'm working on a new little project with, your, with Salvo Design. I gotta, I'm sprucing up the website, as you guys have probably seen. You have been so active. Uh, I, I just get updates. You're like, it's try drugs. this, do this. I mean, huh? It's just a lot of drugs. Is it? <laughs> okay, kidding. well, I mean, that's, caffeine. you know, <laughs> caffeine is a drug. Caffeine and downtime. Exactly. And so I, I redid the website in a lot of really subtle ways. Uh, a lot of them aren't published yet, but they're in draft because I, uh, I, we've been talking about it for years. We have an online store set up ready to go. I am waiting for the samples to come in, and then I will click the OK, and then people can order hats, T-shirts, socks. Now, I know you can access it from the uh, Instagram, but, but the main but can they, can they get to our OnlyFans page? Yeah. I, I think that may We have, have a great OnlyFans. It's, it's probably the best OnlyFans page you'll ever find. It's true. It is. really is. Um, if you go to our link tree, it's on there. Thank you. I... I, yeah. I it, uh, I'm a star. Know, it, it, yeah, you you <laughs> rock, you rock. So yeah, just leave it at that. Yeah, so. I, I'm. But uh, the website, I moved everything to Rain City Supercars. So Dance Drives. If you go to dancedrives.com, it redirects you to Rain City Supercars. So you can see all the drives at the top. I updated them, changed the layouts on all of them, added maps. Um, and if you guys have probably noticed, I've been doing time lapses on a lot of the drives I do. I'm going to redo the drives and re-time lapse all of them so people can see the end to end on the single day stuff. Okay. Uh, it takes a lot of work in sections, but I've got it down to science and a lot of wiring <laughs> science and wiring yeah. interesting okay new gopro uh, hyperlapse feature is awesome by the way that's uh, on the nine then it, it, it had it since i think the seven i've had time lapse early on but since the seven it got image stabilization really well and then the nine plus it's amazing like even off-road it looks like i'm just like cruising on water i'll say i was looking at the new some of the new releases from dji and dji now has that personal camera which oh, is i know cool. yeah and the new mavic and st- i mean they're GoPros, only fans go- gopros yeah i was just saying <laughs> gopro has got some uh, challenges coming to them so yeah i it's good competition's good yeah um but speaking of technology and our carter automotive group tip of the week uh i'm Doing a little more off-roading. Obviously, we've been talking about that like crazy. We've been doing... It's, tis the season, right? It's the only thing we can do. Yeah. The snow is coming down. Uh, it came down at my house the other day. That was kind of cool. Uh, but that, it's coming down in the mountains. I think the official snow level is about 4,000 feet. So our popular places like Stampede Pass, the Wabder, Washington Backcountry Discovery Route, and, well, anywhere up in elevation, it's got snow on it, which uh, right now is just deep enough to be fun and not so deep that you get stuck and freeze to death. So it's the perfect time to go off-road in the mountains. The living depth. Got it. Right. Okay. The living depth. Uh-huh. Um this is your good reminder that, uh, one, you need to, if you don't have that Garmin inReach set up and you're going up in the mountains and doing some off-roading, do that. It's only, I think it starts at $12 a month with the device, I think is the lowest plan. Yeah, it depends on, on like, on the higher-end devices like the Montana we have, we have a, a, a bigger subscription. I think it's like 68 bucks a month, but that covers, like, everything to the point yeah. where if we ever have to push the SOS button, it sends out text. We have unlimited text messages. Yep. We have 
Yeah. Yeah, we got the whole nine yards with our so, Garmin. But if you are on a budget. We're fancy like that. We are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're on a budget, um, it's like, like I think it's $11 a month. And you can turn it off. Like, you yeah. can go month to month. And this is the difference of hitting the SOS button in the middle of nowhere and actually getting help and not dying in some cases. And I mean that. It happens all the time and people don't take it seriously. But if you are like us and you love to adventure way out there off-road or way out in a hike, especially this time of year, get one. And. Uh, I mean, and not, nobody wants to push that button. We've said it before. But actually, if you have the subscription, and you have to read the subscription because it's a couple extra bucks a month. But um, if you push that button, Garmin covers the cost up to a, like a million bucks. Something yeah, like it's, that. it's so, big. Yeah. yeah. So, so think about that. Yeah. Real big deal, especially snowmobilers. Especially, especially snowmobilers. This should be like a must-have, you don't snowmobile without it kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, that said, the other thing you want to do, which everybody forgets, and I know this because I forgot to do it in Moab. Uh, luckily, there's signs everywhere in Moab, so it's really hard to get lost even 50 miles from the nearest paved road. But around here, I have done it. <laughs> bring the, toilet paper? That, bring toilet paper. <laughs> okay. Yeah, me too. Wet wipes, too. Yeah, wet wipes, yeah. Uh, biodegradable ones. Yeah. But uh, turn on your GPS tracks. And I have done this at Stampede Pass. I've been going to Stampede Pass my whole life. Like I've been riding up there since I was a kid. And the last time when I'm on the Raptor, not the last time, but uh, the last time we went off-roading up there and driving back, I took the wrong turn and it was like probably 10 miles down the road before I realized I was not in the right place. I had no cell service and nothing looked the same. And especially this time you were in these covered in snow, nothing looks the same and you can do yourself a real favor and using Gaia or Onyx off-road, you have a breadcrumb function. It's built in, learn how to use it, and it'll just track you wherever you go via satellite. And then you can just be like, oh, which way, which turn was that? You can literally just look down at the map and just follow your tracks back. It's easier with snow because you can literally follow your tracks back. But right. you should, you should, you know, definitely do breadcrumbs as, as well. <laughs> right. So. so anyway, that's your Carter Super Tip of the Week. Learn how to use those functions, especially if you're exploring, even if you're hiking. You don't have to be off-roading. If you're just hiking, it's a really great time of year to go hike. Everything's really pretty and covered in snow right now. But uh, yeah. Don't die. Don't die. <laughs> Good advice for anybody. Don't die. All right. So this week, we actually have a guest with us, which is why we're broadcasting at Driver's Club. And my house is nice, but... Let's see. So if we have five <laughs> listeners and she's here, that means we have four right. people listening <laughs> right? now. So it's like her, Michelle, <laughs> sure, Todd. Michelle, Todd. Um, and there's, that real, there's that one really weird lady in, in Israel, but we don't talk about her, so... <laughs> yeah. We yeah. have one Australian listener, two, two Australian listeners. <laughs> I hope they're free someday. <laughs> Actually, Nick messaged me. I can't wait to have him on the show. He's yeah. been dying to come on the show. Yeah. Talk about Australian off-road culture. He's an expat living in Australia. I just cannot. That would be... I would love to go down there. So watching some of the videos and stuff like that. Those Patriot Camper guys. and Yeah. Oh, wow. But yes, being please. a guest with thick, heavy accents. This one's from Issaquah. So... <laughs> and over yeah, that's, a, that's a good question. Where's that accent come from? <laughs> it's just like, you know, like I used to live in Issaquah when there was an airport. Hmm. <laughs> and Doherty, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Ann and I met like an hour ago, but we're already fighting. Um, <laughs> she knows what she did. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. How are you? Good. Good. Happy to be here. Good. Good. We're happy to have you. Um, you know, and, and enjoying your drink. Yes. Good. Good. Very much so. It's one Thank thing we you. do very well here at Rain City Supercars is lubricate our guests as far as making sure that they're ready to go. So. Even though I had to get my own. Well, you wanted to get your time. own. You wanted to get your own, so that's fine. I, I mean, was just a little light on the pour. <laughs> that's my bad. Jeez, Dan. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I'm a terrible host. <laughs> on so many levels, yeah. 
you come highly recommended to us from a lot of our friends. And they said, you, oh, have you talked to Ann yet? Have you talked to Ann yet? And then Todd helped us set that up. And you, uh, you love to play on the track. You're obviously a car enthusiast or you wouldn't have much luck on the show. But you're also a local and you've been playing with cars your whole life is what it sounds like. For most of it. Most the second of it. half of it. Oh, okay. If you will. So how did, how did that transition happen of uh, going to the big leagues? Yeah, tell us about your transition. <laughs> well, in the past two years, since I've been playing on the track, it started with a Ferrari as a birthday gift and an identity crisis. That's a great way to go. It's, it, Somebody it, loves it you. Wow. <laughs> like, I need both then. We need to up our gifts. <laughs> so as a 50th birthday gift, my husband gave me a dream car. And that was the Ferrari. Fast forward a couple months later, we were dropping our second daughter off at college for a freshman year, driving home from Walla Walla. I had an identity crisis. And part of that was my sole identity was being a mom. And even though I still have two boys at home, two have now gone. And where does that leave me? And with half your children. With yeah. half my children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not remembering who I was or what I was. Uh, and Ferrari was having a Ferrari track day at the Ridge. So I called Roberto from Ferrari on the road and I said, sign me up. It's only a week left. There happened to be one spot left. And that's how this mess started. Yeah. It's a great mess. Yeah. So you know exactly where you were in Walla Walla when this happened? You were like, hey, I should start racing cars. I was just outside Walla Walla okay. driving home. Okay. And it was. It was, uh, what am I supposed to do now? That straight shot from Othello that was like, I could open this up to 200. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. I know that road. I'm thinking that too. I'm exactly. like, I think I know where. I've had some thoughts If you look there, on yeah. our main page, our yeah. Rancid Supercars page, the picture at the bottom is me parked in the middle of that road in the Z06 right before I launched it to a uh, the reasonable and posted speed limit only. Absolutely. <laughs> Doesn't matter how fast you get there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how this happened. Okay. So, I mean, okay, what, what, let's start back. What, what type of Ferrari is it? 488. And you took, it, you took this Ferrari to the track, right? You didn't, it, you didn't do a track session like where they provided the cars. You took your own car out I there. I took to be my there. own car out okay. to the track. And had you been on the track before? Never. Never. Okay. Never. What made, how did you get there? Like, okay, I, I dropped my kid off at college. I've got a Ferrari. I'm loving my life. What makes you think I want to go drive on a, I want, I want drive on a racetrack? Because I literally thought at that moment driving home that – who am I? What am I doing? Where did Anne go? Who is Anne? I mean, it, it sounds a little bit cliche, but that's exactly what was going through well, my mind. it sounds like Alzheimer's, but yeah, I mean. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, so. it, it kind of is okay, in a weird yeah. way. Okay, you get yeah, so you. immersed in your parenting that you, um, I don't want to say you forget about yourself, but you stop developing your own passions and your own uh, mm, things that you want to do. Yeah. Uh, I think and that's, that's called being a good parent, just so we're clear. It is, yeah. but I think also being a good parent is continuing to be yourself, continuing to be somebody outside of Jack's mom, Liam's mom, Julie's right. mom, yeah. Millie's mom. You have your own identity. Yes. And I think just through the past two years of me developing as a driver that my boys have witnessed that. And I'm somebody else other than just their mom. Yeah, mom, the race Like, driver. I'm that's really cool. cool. 
I see. <laughs> yeah. I see. Wow. Like I'm actually brag worthy now. And humble too. I think that's the word that's coming off the most is humble. Like that's the, you know, like, is there humble pie on here somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> sure. What was your driving experience before the Ferrari? I mean, that's, that's a, a huge entry level. <laughs> like, it's know. a huge entry level, but I've always admired driving. I've always been a fast driver. I didn't know that this is something that I could turn into some something real. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't out there. Didn't know I could take my car to the track. Didn't know I could race cars. I wouldn't even have known how to get started. But... Every time I was out on the road, it was always want, wanting to beat my time. <laughs> door to door. I can get from my door uh, to Google Lake Chelan. Yeah. Yeah. Stop sign to yes. stop sign. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, from uh, Seattle to Lake Chelan. Yeah, you got your Google, I, Google Maps is like three hours. Yes. All right, let's go for 245. What can I really do it in? <laughs> and then you set that time and what can I... And pretty soon you start to pay attention to different things on the road. You start watching other people's speed, your distance, how much are you close. But in the meantime, I've got my kids in the car. I need to be safe. I need to be yep. careful. It just becomes um, something to do in your mind other than just drive. Yeah. I can picture this perfectly. And I've said this to people and they're like, yes, that exactly. When you're sitting in traffic on the highway and everybody's just spread far enough apart to where it's not a traffic jam at all. You're just normal flow, but you start looking at the road in lines. You're like, cut this way, cut this way. And you're an imagine, you're imagining that line that cuts like how you move across the lanes back through. And then you draft this car and you see how that one's moving faster when you're working your way around. And there's a semi four cars ahead. Are they going to change lanes? I mean, you just really, yep. Yes. Can you pass on the right? What? No. <laughs> that on ramp looks wide. I can cut over. Absolutely. <laughs> my problem. I won't throw one. rocks on my car. <laughs> yeah. I got a reckless for that once in my early twenties. Did you? Yeah. Twenty Imagine years that. ago, I got a reckless driving for that. I whooped That's that Civic's ass, but I got a reckless driving for. <laughs> well, that is the most important. As long as you whooped that Civic's ass. Um, so, did you, okay. So, I mean, growing up, did you like cars? Were you were you a person that like? Growing up, I always tell people, like, I was the person, and still can, get in a car. I don't have a, need a destination. I just want to go drive. I just want to be in the car. I want to have the connection. If, it, if it's the Triumph, it's the Subaru, anything. I just want to have that connection with the road. And I do. I see, I see those lines out there. I can, you know, sort of the virtual nav of how to get through traffic. But were you one of those people? No. Growing up, I think uh, something my parents did is we took a fabulous vacation every summer. And we spent two weeks on the road. Mm-hmm. And went to almost every national park. So we didn't do things like fly an airplane. You just couldn't do that with a family of six back then. My family too. And so spending a lot of time on the road, I think, made me appreciate driving. You see things you wouldn't ordinarily see if you're flying. Uh, So just growing up that way, I think it created a, a habit and a like that I still appreciate to this day. So that might have been a contributing factor. It's, I mean, some of the, my best memories as a child was, is road trips, sitting in the back of my parents' suburban. I was an Absolutely. only child, so I had like the whole back and being able to see things that you're right, you wouldn't see, you know, little roadside attractions and especially going through Montana, 8 million signs for that. What's that one place? It's like the gold bar. $10,000 silver you. gold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd think I'd remember more yeah, about it considering I was using dollar, it as an example, yeah. but yeah, I don't. Silver so gold. yeah. 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 That's funny. That's a classic. Yep. All right, let's take our first break. Come back. I want to talk more about uh, actually being at the track for the first time. We'll be right back. 
we spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back. Walk us through the experience. I want to know, like, somebody wants to go to the track for the first time, Ferrari or not, what was it like showing up to the track and, like, getting in your own car and getting out there with an instructor? Did you, you did an HPDE, right? High performance driving experience? Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it was, it, there were many levels of drivers there. Yeah. There were the Ferrari Challenge cars. <laughs> there were advanced drivers. And there were beginners that were out there just to take the Ferrari out and try it out for a day. Yeah. No intention. Just to drive your Ferrari. Uh, sitting through the driver's meeting, I remember specifically, I was scared to death. Ill. Just ill. Couldn't believe I was about to take my prized Ferrari out on a track. Like a racetrack. It was unimaginable. I was scared to death. Terrified. So much so that none of the instructors actually wanted to get in the car with me. <laughs> because based off the look you of my face. You take her. I don't take her. That's pretty much what happened. Yeah, I'm shaking. <laughs> so, exactly. So they assigned a, a coach to me. Uh, Not it. He was absolutely brilliant. He has one of those voices that you would listen to when you go to sleep at night that tells that story. He was just calm. I kept watching his leg to see if he was going to try to break for me. You know, the, driver, the driver's yes. right. That's easier oh my to God, do I'm in a Ferrari. Yeah. 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 yeah, he never did that. He was just so calm. And I think it was because of that, my attitude changed quickly. And long story short, by the afternoon session, I was passing advanced drivers. Hey, so you knew you had a knack for this. Well, I didn't, I, yes. As soon as I went around the track a couple of times, you realize... This isn't any different than driving. It's very different from driving. But when you're at that level where you're just starting on the track for the first right. time. Well said. It's like driving. Yeah. That's all it is. And you're like, oh, I just need to be really, really, really efficient at it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And with the little bits of instruction that come on each lap, you just get better and better and better. And it's not, I think sometimes maybe we have it built in our heads that super technical or you have to be good or you have to be fast. You don't have to be any of those things because fast comes by the little bits every time. Yeah. And by the afternoon, I was passing advanced drivers. By the end of the day, they were telling me about the lapping days at performance racing school. And I was literally there the next week. Nice. I started, I started in September was my Ferrari day and I was taking my competition classes by November. Dang. Yeah. You found it and you went for it. Went for it. Yeah. hundred percent. So it was. What, in it to win it. So it was like two and a half months. Yeah. And then how long, how did you make the switch? Because I mean, you still have the Ferrari, of course, which you probably enjoy, but you have a dedicated track car basically right now, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. So you yes. have a, it's a Cayman GT4. Yep. Which is fantastic track car. Yeah. yeah and everything. She's amazing. Yeah. 
Uh, and you'll, as you'll see, as you're looking around Drivers Club here, there's several, that is the car of choice for several drivers here as well, just because it's so balanced. Um, when, how long did it take you to go from, okay, the Ferrari's great, but let's get something dedicated to do this full time? About six months Dang. when it came to race season. Thanks for the Ferrari. I'm going to need a Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maintenance-wise, it, it makes a lot more sense to drive a Porsche. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, Ferrari, they're wonderful cars, but they wear down fast if you're not careful. So, Well, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing money. Great car, but yeah. Yes. But also, the Ferrari wasn't going to get me uh, racing either. Yes. She's not a purpose-built track car. No, yeah. There's a huge jump. We've, we've talked about that on the show before. A track car is a track car, and making a street car into a track car is a huge process. Yes, absolutely. So, when you had this epiphany that you were going to go out and become a race car driver, you have a very supportive family. Very. Do, are, you have, are there other car people in your family? Are your kids car people? Does your husband like to do this? Is, it just, is this just your passion? It's just me. Just you. Yeah, okay. just me. That's awesome. With 100% support behind it. Well, I know the support is there. I just didn't know if there yeah. were any other car lovers in the family. So No. Okay. That's great. Oddly enough. That's great. They're supportive and they're so cool with it. Like I know that's not as common as it should be, and it should be, but uh, I'm, it's great that they're all on board. Absolutely. It was hard at first for the yeah, boys. Yeah, I, I could feel like she'd really take no if they said, we don't want you to do that. She'd be like, uh-huh, see you at the track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, sorry, I can't hear you over the engine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mommy loves you. Come out here. <laughs> Mommy needs a pit crew. Put on the shirt. <laughs> so, yeah. That's kind of how it started. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So uh, tell us about the, the GT4 how did you decide that was the car for you? Well, first I had bought a BMW M3 truck okay. car. Okay. Uh, yeah. Went to Ohio, test drove it, loved it. Uh, I knew I wanted my own track car to race. Uh, brought her back. And I think three or four times on the track, just practicing. Mm -hmm. I know it was four days before my first race. Uh I put her in the cement wall Oof. at 80 miles an hour at Pacific Raceway. She Raceways. knows what she did. I was going to ask I know you. Exactly car, I exactly mean, what you. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what I did. And that was four days before my first race. Oof. Obviously heartbreaking. Um, you do spend a few minutes going, what happened? What did I do? Is this right? Is this a sign? But after that happened, a friend of mine let me drive his Porsche GT2 RS on the track, and I just drove it for two laps. And all of a sudden, I found I was in love with another car. Yeah. Porsche. That one's broken. I want that one. And well, <laughs> I don't know of. what happened, but that, that's, yeah. Somebody put that wall there, and it shouldn't have been there. So. Kind of. Okay. In the meantime, he had bought a Porsche Club Sport, and uh, he doesn't race. He just tracks it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't drive it, but I knew that I loved that mid-engine, yeah. super squatted to the track, really stable, quick through the corners. I just fell in love with that feeling. He flipped his GT4 on the track. Oof. And about week a week later, he was in the process of buying another one. He said, this guy happens to have two. Are you interested? Thanks to the support of my family. I said yes. And that's when I bought the club sport. Nice. Just knowing, I think starting from being in the Ferrari, I really just like the mid engine yeah. 
feel. Yeah, it's almost, I, I've described it as a, the car feels like it's a, a little bit more um, in touch with you. Very much. Yeah, like drives, you kind of turns around you, like you can feel the car mover with you. Like it's, an extent, it's more of an extension of your body. I remember driving, I've had both, of course. I had a Turbo, uh, Turbo S and uh, a Z06 with a Z07 package and all that. And it was funny, I was somebody, the Z06 was faster. I don't care what anybody says, but through the, mid, through the mid-range, you had all that horsepower and all that torque, and that thing took off like a rocket until it had to turn. <laughs> then you were like, and then it was yeah. like Formula One, where you're like, you got to have the right speed because you need the right amount of downforce. So it was yes. just flying off the road. And then the Porsche was not like that. The Porsche was just like point, shoot, guess. <laughs> and it had so much grip. And even, so if it, much grip. even if it wasn't as exciting to drive, which is a scary thing to say in comparing those kind of cars, it's way faster to drive every single time. It was so much better on the street. Um, and the came the the GT4 though of all of them, um, we've done a lot of rallies with our good friend Davis who has a GT4. And in every drive I've done, I'm usually lead because I'm leading the rally, not because I'm the fastest, because I'm leading the rally. And he's right on my tail <laughs> the entire way, no matter what I'm driving. The Z06. Rest of us just don't want to take it. <laughs> he's dumb enough to fall for it. <laughs> I'm always like, okay, I'll be in the back. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a sedan. I don't know those fuckers. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. I, it was just. Nothing carries carries speed like a GT4. Nothing. Absolutely. Like when you get the balance right and you're a good driver, man, they just they just it's all about being smooth with that car. I mean, once Davis learns to drive that car, he's going to be really, <laughs> really. <laughs> really <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> kidding. Sorry. Love yeah. you, Davis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a proper manual too. PDK. Oh, it's oh, it's a newer one. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. A newer one. Well, it's okay. Well, this is over. <laughs> <laughs> I just. This is why we don't have nice things. Exactly. I'll tell you. I don't know. Not the PDK is faster. Uh, it, it's 100% faster. <laughs> Did you know? So, obviously, he came to you and said they, they've got two of these. Did you know that's what you wanted? You knew you, you had driven his Porsche, but did you know that's what you wanted? Like, you knew you, obviously, you knew you were looking for something different. I knew I was looking for something different. Yeah. My initial goal was Ferrari Challenge. Sure. Mm. And that's what I was going to work towards in my BMW. I was going to spend a year or two racing the BMW, work my way into a challenge car. I just knew that's where I wanted to be. Uh, I quickly realized Ferrari Challenge is a little bit out of my network, money-wise. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Most people that is. I, so yeah, you exactly. and yeah. 99% of the rest of the world, <laughs> yeah, yes. Exactly. So I knew I had to bring it back a little bit, but I knew I wanted to be in a quick, efficient, room-to-grow-in car. And that's what I felt the Porsche was. Oh, yeah. That even I've had her, I've raced her four times. I've had her for about eight months. And I still don't know her limit. I still know there's so much more I can do in her, even though I'm already fast. Keep saying her, does have a name? uh, Well, she doesn't. Oh, okay. So she has the original Porsche livery for a GT4, which is black and yellow. But it's kind of a, if you could imagine, the black covered the whole car at one point in time and yellow underneath. But she drives so fast, the black paint kind of peels Peels off. off. Yeah. Yeah. So she looks a bit like a rotten banana. So we call her the rotten banana. (laughs) Rotten banana. (laughs) But, But a rotten banana, there's a reason why we wait till it has brown spots to make banana bread. Banana bread. That's because when like it's at hornet. this point, <laughs> it's at its sweetest spot. Right. So 
That's why you she's make. She's practiced that. No, well, yeah, she's practiced. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about bees and wasps and thinking like killer wasp or what? Is, what? Yeah, something like that. But banana bread works too. Well, it does. <laughs> I love banana bread. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like that guy. Don't like banana bread, please. <laughs> Jeez, okay. I bake and I yes. drive really fast. That's a great combination. <laughs> as long as you don't drive really fast baked, we're <laughs> fine. So I think we're good. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So are you? Are you? Are you? Are you your own pit crew? Yeah. No. No. And okay. it, no, I have a pit crew, um, which oddly enough, or I don't know if it's odd, are all male. So it's an interesting perspective or interesting vision. I think when I go to the track as a female driver, but male pit crew, that's still a male dominated industry. It's changing rapidly, obviously, but it's still, I support all female pit crews, (laughs) especially in F1. I think that'd be awesome. (laughs) They'd be so fast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm with that. Okay. All right. Okay. Interesting. Are you doing your own maintenance? I do not. You do not. Okay. No. Just love of the game. Okay. Love of the game. So That's not it's, it's kind of no. what I joke about no, I just... is I'm just a driver. Okay. That's what I always say. I really, I love cars. I love how cars work. I love to know how my car works. Yeah. I love to know what makes my car work. I'm more of a type of driver where I'm connected with my car. As you mentioned, you almost have to be one with your car. Mm -hmm. I'm the type of driver that when I get in my car, she's going to tell me what she wants to do. And I'm going to tell her what I want to do when we work together. So a lot of my driving is done through my butt. What am I feeling? Yeah, yeah. What am I telling? And there have been a couple of points where I have come into a corner where I thought way too fucking fast and i literally said out loud oh shit oh shit but as you feel you're your the only car, person that's ever, ever done, done that, that. I, so yeah i mean <laughs> but as i did that I, in the subaru earlier right. this morning <laughs> so, yeah. right yeah. yeah so she but as i back off her because i need to i need her to tell me what's going on and i feel the way i stop driving her and i let her do her thing and it's those moments that I'm learning. It's those moments where I'm like, aha, oh my gosh. I learn, for me, I learn more that way than necessarily the technical aspect of it all. Well, I mean, every good race car driver, like you said, drives with their butt. They know what they need their car to do. And I mean, you may not know exactly how to get that, but you can say, okay, I'm coming in the corner. That rear end is way loose. I'm, I'm feeling it every time. And then, therefore, you figure out the mechanical advantage of, of how to change that. So, I mean, th- you, there is some mechanical sense to that. But there's a lot of people out there that will, are the only ones that will wrench on their car. They don't want other people wrenching on their car. So, it's, it, it's just always good to know the person and, and the way they see the world. But so. have you ever listened to, to drivers, race drivers talk to their crew? I don't think I've ever heard outside of amateur racing, like real low level, somebody say exactly what they want done it's usually i'm coming into the corner like you're saying the rear end's getting too loose he's not saying i want the state i want to get a thicker sway bar they're not coming back they're saying i want to, i want to change my damper damper settings they're looking at the crew is looking at the car and listening to what the driver says and saying okay i think we can do this with by modifying xxx like they, you get into these weird pissing contests online i see a lot where it's like oh they don't even know their car it's like maybe they don't they might be 10 seconds faster on the track than you though 
Yeah. Like they don't. They, that's not the but real I, world. You do learn because I think you know you come in in a corner, you're on the radio, you're going the, the rear end's loose, and, and then your pit crew goes, okay, we tightened up the sway bar, and then it's happening again. You subconsciously you're saying it's loose, but hey guys, can we try that sway bar thing again? Like, yeah. One of my favorite things that, from my latest hobby with F1 is listening to the drivers, and some of them are if you never heard it like listening to max Verstappen literally cry like a little bitch over the radio because his car's not working um is hilarious because he never quite knows to tell his pit crew what he needs it's like the car's not good well what's wrong yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're an f1 driver you should be able to vocalize this so right yeah yeah well I, I think that's going with what you said and there was one moment where i radioed in to my uh team lead and i told him that my tires didn't feel good, that I prefer my tires to be squishy. Mm-hmm. And I use the word squishy. Yeah. You want a softer compound? Yeah. Definitely not a technical term. Right, but they Definitely know Definitely not mean. a race car driver term. Eh, but know. it's what I knew that I wasn't feeling at the moment. Yeah. And he was able to interpret that. Yeah. That, yes, definitely like a softer tire, like my pressure set lower. And even though I'm not saying exactly that, I think that communication, finding that right person, mm-hmm. especially for me, not being a technical, oh, I like uh, my tire pressure set X. Yeah. He's able to interpret that because you do have to know your car. You do have to know exactly what the noises are. What does she sound like? Why is... But relaying that to my pit lead doesn't always come across very pretty. Yeah, but that also shows how good and, and in tune your pit lead is with you and your car. Absolutely. Fact, some you can go, I need squishier tires. I got you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That might be drop two PSI. It yep. might be change compound. Yeah. Might be drop two PSI and change compound. Right. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> you can have multiple answers. Jesus. <laughs> I couldn't lead a pit crew. Yeah. <laughs> My tires are squishy. Well, don't drive them as hard. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it could have turned out that way. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, no, I don't uh, work on my own car. Yeah. Okay. Well, again. I'm just a driver. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Just a really fast driver. Okay. Oh. <laughs> what are your favorite you tracks? Smell pie? <laughs> I know you're local, you're racing locally, but you said you went to Ohio for the M3. Um, have Didn't you done race other tracks? there. Didn't, no. So the tracks um, just here Portland, the Ridge, and Pacific. Pacific. Okay. Um, I recently got to go to Road Atlanta. Didn't actually get to, sp- I ended up only driving a half a lap mm-hmm. due to unfortunate circumstances. Oh. Um, but my favorite, I would say, is Pacific right now. Okay. Although I really enjoyed, I, I did a lot of sim driving for Road Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed that track. And I liked the challenge of the eleva- massive elevation changes. I liked the blinds. It's simply terrifying, but you learn so much more. You're constantly working, constantly thinking, constantly evolving. I love that track. It's one of my favorites. It's always been one of my tra- favorites since like Forza came out to any simulator. That back straightaway and coming into that that hard was it a hard left at the bottom? It's just it's an incredible track. Yes, yeah. incredible track, especially when you come up over mm-hmm. twelve yeah. and. All you have to look at is that bridge. Yep. You have no <laughs> idea what's down below you. And I mean, I just... Looking for those flags. Right. <laughs> exactly. Where's it's, the computer telling me to break? 
exactly. Yeah, no. There's yeah. no reset. Yeah. Once you're on the track. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe that's why I always do so well there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair There's enough. no reset. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fast. It's challenging. And I, lo- I think one of the greatest things I love about driving racing is the constant challenge in your head. You are problem solving in tenths of a second. Yeah. Because each time you go around, there's cars on the track. There's, there's always something different. It's, it's, it's not um, like, oh, get on I-5 the same way every day. There's always something different. Yeah, you're merging at speed. Yes. <laughs> Robin's racing. <laughs> Just saying. Days of thunder. Get up into him. Get him loose. Put him into the wall. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Is that the are wrong you, thing? Are you an adrenaline junkie in other areas, or have you been? I think, I don't know if I would say adrenaline junkie, but I'm definitely a person that wants to be the best at whatever they're doing. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, she's in a general junkie. She has yeah. four children. I need, insane? right? <laughs> <laughs> I need more adventure. You're okay. just insane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Adrenaline junkie. Uh, I, I like to be challenged. I like to always be doing better. I like more, mm-hmm. more, more, more. Well, I certainly have that in racing. <laughs> yes. It's so, not, um, I think a lot of times uh, questions that you get are, isn't it terrifying to go that fast? It's not. Ever since that first time on track, when you're taught how to go that fast, you want to go faster. Because you know how to go faster. Yeah, it's addicting. <laughs> massively. Yeah. Massively, massive. So what car would you like to drive? What's, what's the dream oh, yeah. car? I'll even up the ante. What car would you like to drive on what track? That's a good one. That's a good one. And, and I mean, obviously that changes things because there, there are certain cars like there are certain cars I would not take on to road Atlanta that I would definitely take on to, you know, like, I mean, you know, Coda, things like that. So I want to take a nine up nine eighteen at Pikes Peak. We talks about tracks. I'm like, no, I want to hill climb and something just insane with all wheel drive. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, it's fair. Ultimately right now, I think my, I don't have a desired car per se to sure. drive on track. Um, I like the car I'm in, although about a week ago I did let my husband know that I'm probably going to be asking for a cup car. What's a cup car? It's nice to warm him up to the idea. It's like, hey, I you know what's good for there? Christmas? Porsche cup cars. <laughs> <laughs> if they start building it now, you can put a bow on it by next month. <laughs> yeah. My GMG, hello. ultimate goal yeah, exactly. is pro. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I will probably be the oldest pro driver. But I will be a pro driver. Awesome. And whatever car I'm in that makes that happen, I will do. Cool. Damn it, that was a good answer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My track knowledge is super limited. Next year, my goal is to expand that and drive Road Atlanta a whole lap. Uh, <laughs> Sebring, Coda, <laughs> Laguna Seca. That is my goal for next year. You're going to take the banana bread around the country? It's the rotten banana. And the yes. rotten banana around the country? Yes. Okay. All right, fair enough. All right, exactly. <laughs> yes, I will be taking the rotten banana around the country. Careful, that heat's going to change that rotten banana. I'm just saying. It's, it's going so, to. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. yes. I think Hurley Haywood said his favorite track was Watkins Glen, and I've never, I've never been there, and I've always wanted to go there. But was just talking to a gentleman at the track the other day, and he said that was his favorite track. Yeah. 
I mean, I, th- I think it's interesting it, that, you know, growing up like we did, you heard about tracks, you never, and you saw photos, but like, yeah. and I think we have, even our ge- the generation below us, is, has, they can drive any track you want. I mean, between Forza and all that, it's, and, and the accuracy is incredible. So in the fact that you can go out and drive any track, like I can go home tonight and drive, you know, Watkins Glen, I can drive Road Atlanta, you know. That's a great way to get to know the track. Actually, can't under really can't really undersell that. Simulators are fantastic for getting to knowing a track and just understanding where the corners are before you get there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that reset button's a lot cheaper. Yeah, super <laughs> cheaper. Super cheaper. Yeah. Super cheaper. Yeah. I had never been on a sim until I had to knowing I was going to Road Atlanta. So I spent time on the sim. Super bizarre at first. Little hard to get focused is. There's no feedback. Yeah, no G-forces. You're moving, but you're not actually moving. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I the time I spent on the sim, and then when I got to Road Atlanta, very similar. And the information transfers almost perfectly. Great. I like how she didn't answer my question and then answered it. And I go, what kind of car would you like to drive? I just don't know. But I am going to be asking my husband for a cup car. <laughs> so you want a cup car. Okay. It's interesting, though, the way so you... So do I. Yeah. <laughs> You don't, I just we all. threw it out there. If there's a list, I'd like to get on it too. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. It was interesting the way you answered it though, because it's clear that your goal is the the skill level. Yes. Like you want to be able to drive at a certain level. Whatever gets you to that level is a tool. Absolutely. But the the goal is the uh, I want to say I am X fast and prove it. Correct. Yeah. Yes. I I definitely and I will be. As I say to Don from Performance Racing School, yeah, I'm Don. coming from somebody. I'm coming for somebody's seat. <laughs> I don't know who's yet, but I'm coming for it. I'm and racing. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> coming for your seat, Dan. <laughs> no, that's funny. Uh, when is your next uh, track time? Do you still go in the wet? Yes. Okay. I cool. was just out Saturday. Oh, just dang. Out Saturday <laughs> yeah, in the pouring day. down rain. Yeah. Yes. Good for learning. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that you have to be prepared for any track condition. Obviously, rain is kind of a great equalizer. Mm-hmm. But I also believe practice, 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 practice creates a lot of confidence and a lot of comfort. Cool. What is your opinion on as far as making yourself a better race car driver by teaching others? Ooh. My you, personal opinion? You yes. Your per- I admire those that do. Okay. Um, it's it's got to be quite fantastic to get in the right seat. And it's got to be scary. I mean, let's say you show up to some event, some lady's got a new Ferrari and she's scared shitless. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. You get in the car and you go, I can't scream. I can't scream. It has to be internal screams. <laughs> I'm Buddhist now. Yeah, exactly. Akuna <laughs> <laughs> Matata. Akuna Matata. I think it's an incredible talent that I don't possess. There you go. That's a good there's, answer. There's okay. the short answer. I think that um, race car drivers, I think racers, I think those that drive on the track and have the skill that we have, have incredible insight to offer to students or to new drivers. And I think that insight is really important on a personal level. I myself feel I have way too many control issues to be able to give that wheel to somebody else because I would be breaking over yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Lots of swearing, <laughs> lots of fake breaking. I must have, your children must have loved to learn to drive with you. Uh, <laughs> you're going to try to kill your own mother? Oh, wait, I just flashed back to my learning to drive. Sorry. It's different. Yeah. That is funny. I think my daughter preferred me not to teach her to drive. That's weird. <laughs> Did not see that coming. Yeah. Do you think any of them will take up the reins? Do you think they'll get on the track? So, quick story. Yeah. My daughter, who's uh, 20, uh-huh. I think it was last year, I signed her up for HPDE class. I think it should be just Mandatory. driver's ed. Yeah. yeah. I think it should be part of the course. You spend a day on a track because there's they're not teaching you how to drive on a racetrack. There's so much more to it. You're yeah. learning how to lose control of your car and regain Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I signed her up for the class. Of course, I was going to be out there in my car as well. And she was super pumped about it. She loves to drive, just like me. It's a great driver. And the night before, she was calling her dad, begging to not have to go. Just from nerves? I think so. Yeah. I think she was nervous, didn't want to do it, what not sure what it was, kind of, little, <laughs> yeah, little right. performance anxiety maybe, but uh, dad said, it's already paid for, you're going. <laughs> so Go dad. she yeah. showed up at 7.30, and she was in the class, so I was there early as well, and had to wait my turn, I, I think, until noon, and by the time they came in for lunch, she was ready to take her comp classes. <laughs> to be a race car driver. I mean, she was just stoked. Yeah. So excited. Um, I told her she was on her own. She had to pay for it herself. So I don't <laughs> know like, what'll come job, of honey. it. But <laughs> this was paid for. It's over. It's, you're on yeah, your own. You're, yeah. you're on yeah, your own now. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that's something else. Will, if any of the kids will, uh, if they're interested, I'll do my part. I'm seeing a new, like, you know, force team here, like, you know, mom, daughter going up in the ranks together, race together. Come on. Yep. That'd be great. Right? Yeah. Right? Endurance racing. It'd be fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially with that new cup car. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> mom got one. I want one. Damn it. She she tries. Yeah, exactly. She tries that. Absolutely. But you would. Mom I would, one. too. Yeah. We've yeah. got some great endurance driving coaches. Andrew Evans is here. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Yeah. Keep her away from Andrew. No. <laughs> yeah. Now my girlfriend is taking her first uh, track day to HBDE class on Sunday. Fantastic. And she was at Dirtfish last weekend. Yes. The first introductory class. How'd that go? Oh, great. She loved Good. it. She was a little lonely because so she was like, everybody else there was like with somebody. And yeah. She was just by herself because I was doing some other stuff. And uh, yeah, she loved it. But yeah, no, she's super excited because her and Michelle are going to spend the day together on Sunday and all day at the track. So Michelle in the right seat? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she's just she's taking her S3 out and going to go play with it and see what she thinks because she's next car. She wants to get a, she wants a Targa 4 GTS. We're getting the R8 next, so. It's yeah. funny how all of your dreams have become hers. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll take us. She's, no, she's a car. better driver than he is anyways. Uh, no. <laughs> I am, I'm not a track person. I, I love it, but it's fun, but that's not a career path or something I, I keep exploring. I've done it, and the more I I'm an explorer. I want to go more road trips. I'll I'm with you. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to sightsee. She's not that. She's yeah. like, she's, she's, she gets on board with my road trips, but she's like, no, track back. All right. Fantastic. I think, I think yeah, it's a, it's a it. different type of high. I think, I think there's so many things that you can't uh, expect on a racetrack. And obviously there's so many things that you can't expect when you're out driving on a road. And I think it, it's a different type of person. I think I, I'm so much, I'm like you, I'm much more comfortable 
on the road because I'm constantly in my, I'm, I'm, I think I'm more in my head there of going deer, cops, other cars, <laughs> deer, like more that. deer, <laughs> more deer. <laughs> Apparently, I was a little off that one night. But, um, <laughs> one yeah, down. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Taught that deer a lesson. $12,000 lesson. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah. I want to talk about it. <laughs> there was just a deer on the track at Pacific. Well, I, I was going to say, yeah. you can get, yeah. yeah, there's deer on the track there. But, you know, so. A lot less of them, though. Yeah. A lot less. Yeah. Yes. All right. Let's take our next break. We'll give the deer a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. All right, so you just went out there and did it. Um, yes, just went out there and did it. What are the cars have you had right in your now? Life? She went out there. She peed in the parking lot. She did it. Welcome back. Good job. We yeah, have bathrooms inside, by the way. That's well, weird. I mean, good God. Your front door isn't super obvious, so it's not our front door. So <laughs> <laughs> don't make me come out there with the newspaper. Stop peeing on the porch. Did I hear another story about a Mustang? I do. I have a 66 Mustang. Okay. Tell me about that car. Yes. So our class president at Issaquah High School, uh-huh. our senior year, doesn't matter what year it was, <laughs> 30 years ago. We're not that much younger than you. <laughs> like, well, sorry. he pulled into the parking lot one day in a 66, I'm not sure it was, might have been a 65, 65 or 66 Mustang. And I heard it long before I saw it. Mm. And it's a sound I'll never forget. And I think it's what kind of sparked my interest in cars. And I said to myself that day, someday, I'll own a 66 Mustang. Um, this would have been a great story to tell when I asked her earlier. Like, you, you always been into cars. Well. <laughs> God, if, all, if there had only been a spot where somebody had already asked this. But okay, continue. Uh, <laughs> Yes. I didn't know that I would be to this level. But uh, yes, my children have endured hours and hours of many YouTube videos. <laughs> my boys were making Ferrari sounds long before I ever got a Ferrari. Yep. So That's what Coke cans are for. Yes. <laughs> yep. Flat playing crank, man. Yeah. But that's kind of what started it. So my 40th birthday, my husband got me that car. Your husband's doing very well for you on his birth he on your milestone birthday. Does an amazing job. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope fifty three is a milestone birthday. Yeah, hopefully cup car. Go to need that cup car. I'm pretty sure if you look it up, that <laughs> cup cars are the it's the general norm for your fifty three. For fifty three, yeah. right? Fifty three. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what year you're supposed to get diamonds, but fifty three is definitely Porsche cup Porsche, cars. It's, it absolutely. <laughs> is. I mean, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Definitely Porsche cup cars. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Brand new, I think. Even yeah, this is brand new. Yeah. yeah. Todd would also like a Porsche cup car. Yeah. Had a, a 2018 cool. Mustang. Okay. Yeah. Um, spent a lot of time drifting in that. My boys <laughs> absolutely love that. Easy to do in that car. <laughs> Very easy to do. A okay. lot of fun to do. All right. Then you jumped from the Mustang to the Ferrari. To the Ferrari. Yes. Right. And your daily is the Escalade? It's got a thing it's for horses. Escalade. Apparently. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. 
Oh come on! I'm not the only one that got that. <laughs> I just didn't think about it. Yeah. Well, my daughter, my daughter is super into horses, so I always send her a picture of my <laughs> steering wheel every time I'm in the Ferrari. Like, I go, "I'm on my horse today." <laughs> yeah, so much more horsepower than you. <laughs> Absolutely, mommy loves you. <laughs> and they don't bite you. Yeah. Not much cheaper though. Not oh, much. I've, Ferrari, I've seen some Ferraris bite some people in the ass. Yeah, many times. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Especially what is it? Turn one at uh, Pacific. Yeah. 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 So, so what's what's with the Mustang? Three hundred two, three hundred one. What's it got? She's uh, well, she's it's a sixty six. So kind of, it's a two fifty six. No, it's a sixty six. Yes, so it's a straight six or V eight or what? V eight. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The only way a Mustang should be. Well, you know, Absolutely. The only way a Mustang should be. I agree. Yeah. But. Exactly. <laughs> and she's got a grandfathered in glass pack in her exhaust, so. One of my boys' favorite activities when I start her, I set off car alarms. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, do it again, you have do it to again. Be the best car mom in the world. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I can't, like, if my mom came home and looked at my dad and was like, I want to be a race car driver, my dad would have been like, fine, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your slot car. Good yeah, luck. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they think it's pretty cool. I would I'm think so. I would yeah. think so as well. Yeah. 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 Did you recently read? There's actually a magazine or magazine article in the latest Haggerty magazine. Uh, like they did a direct comparison between the new Cayman GT4 and the Shelby GT500 on the track. Actually, interesting. Really? Yeah, yeah it's actually I feel like pretty one of those read. would be really good at turning, and the other wouldn't. You'd be surprised, actually. There's so much weight in the GT500. Yeah, it's another thousand pounds more than the GT4 weighs 3,200 pounds, which is a uh, heavier than it looks, but it drives very light. The Mustang is pure mechanical grip and downforce and compensating all the way around. What's the difference in horsepower? Uh, boy, I think like 200. Okay, maybe a little more so than the that. The Mustang just forces its wheels to the ground. Yeah, okay. but surprisingly, stopped really well. It was a really interesting comparison, though, because wow. yeah, I was surprised. I'll have to check it out. Well, it's like, you know, you don't expect a Mustang to be good on the track, but there's a lot of them out there, and they, they haul ass. A lot ass. of them out there. <laughs> I mean, you did back in the day, you know, the old, was it not, is it not the Copo series? or what, It was Mustangs and Camaros that were racing. Yeah, um, Trans Am series. Trans Am, sorry. Though, yeah. Which is ironic, because neither one of those is Trans Ams. Um, <laughs> but, so, I think but you did back, back then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's uh, yeah. Mustangs, Mustangs are pretty good on the track, though. As James Dunas has shown many times, there's a lot of good drivers out there. Kerry Hopkins, we have a lot of race car drivers that race Mustangs. I never want to be in a car in front of Kerry Hopkins. <laughs> Do you know Kerry? Such an no. animal. Yeah. She has a Shelby GT350. She has several she race cars. She's such a good driver. But I yeah. Just, yeah, okay. Yeah. I say that with love and admiration, but... Oh, she's a great driver. Yeah. She's just fa- scary fast. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. in good company out there. Yeah. All right, so the cup car is next. And how long are you going to keep the GT4, you think? Forever. Okay. So yeah. That's, that's the forever. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that car street legal? Or is it straight? It is not. It is not. Is it a club sport then? It's a club sport. Anything street oh, cool. legal yeah. as long as you don't get pulled over. Exactly. Yeah. Well, she wouldn't drive very well on the street. No. Bounce you all over the place. You don't know until you try. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Everything's a street car until you get pulled over. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It was somebody else in a cup car with no <laughs> license plates or lights. Yeah. So, is that the mirror from a... No. <laughs> so. All right. Well, advice you'd give for somebody just trying to get onto the track, just get out there and do it. Just Screw get it. out there and do it. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. That would make a great, like, like you know, like corporate, like, just phrase. Do, just, just do, do it. it. Yeah. We should, like we a check mark. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Well, like a check mark. Just that check would, the box. Be, yeah, do it. Be great. Yeah. 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 We should trademark that. We should think about that. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Good to know. Good thing nobody else thought of it. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Hey, look, there was a Volvo on the track Saturday. Okay. 
As there should be. Definite raw welding. <laughs> not a great paint job. Yeah. You're doing freaking fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it well, doesn't... Well, Randy Newman took a... Vol- was it, not Randy Newman. Um, who was Paul it? Newman? Paul Newman took a Volvo and put like a giant V8 in it. And it was a, a, a total sleeper car. And apparently did, and what's his name that we went to dinner with had a was racing a Volvo, um, Randy Prost or, or Post. Post, yeah, yeah, he races a Volvo, yeah, yeah. So there, I mean, well, their old ad of the when the the wagon came out was the them doing the touring car series, and they had all the like the touring cars hauling butt, and then you saw the Volvo wagon, and they were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Volvos are great. Anything's a race yeah. car if you want. Forget the, the absolutely. Guy's name. I've seen minivans out there. That's whoa, scary. Whoa. Booger, <laughs> no. booger barges See are them. not allowed on the, Yeah, <laughs> That's kind of awesome, actually. Like, what, if you want to have a take your pit crew with you? <laughs> that's in, like, take all the seats out, drop the kids off, and just have, like, your parking lot full of pulled-out seats. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've told you, yeah. there's one and one only minivan booger barge I will ever drive if it's ever become The, the Honda one? Uh, no, it's the... the oh, the 18 man. The, no, well, the, yes. <laughs> 100% yes. That's not a minivan. But it, they put a Hellcat engine in the, uh, the Dodge Caravan or whatever it was. So oh, I'd, yeah. I'd drive that. Oh, absolutely. Mm. It's all-wheel drive, too, I think. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, we should talk about... Uh, do you keep all your cars at your house? Do you have a big garage? I do not. No? And no, we don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was simple. Don't worry. She'll answer that question three questions down. I found that's happened a couple of times. Yeah. If only like we're in a place Seriously? where you can store a car. Yeah, exactly. You only take to the track. Well, if you want to store your cars... At your house, uh, there's a place for sale in Redmond, courtesy of Ray York. You see, this, this place you is know, nuts. but I, d- I don't know if it has enough garage space, Dan. I know. I think it's only got like seven plus. So. Seven plus cars, shop with a half bath, 2,400 square foot carriage house. So, I mean, as you know, like when we started this with, uh, with him, uh, with York, the York team, we said, you know, send us stuff that, that are car guy related. And this house is 100% car guy, car girl, car person, whatever the hell you want to call yourself. Um, it is amazing. Uh, we'll obviously put the listing up, but it is, I mean, the one thing that caught my mind was the seven plus, um, it's a 2,400 square foot carriage house offer seven parking garage. Wow. I love it when they show the picture of the garage. It's like, what is that? It's an SUV. I think it's, it's, a, it's a BMW X5, X5 yeah, or an X6 an X5, yeah. and then a BMW. And they're not like parked in the garage like normal. They're just like widespread out. Like they went in and did donuts. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> why not? Anyway, this place is insane. Uh, so 2,100 square feet is the garage. Keep yeah. that in mind. It's the house 6, is 6,000 yeah. square feet on two acres in Redmond. 1,200 wow. $1, bottle of wine cellar, third floor rec room, plenty of storage, sunroom. Like, yeah. This place is done. You just get in and go. Does two washer and dryers. Anybody want to loan me? I don't know, roughly $2.8 million? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Full house generator. Like This is, this is the, the turnkey. $2.8 million later. I just want the shop. I could live in the shop and be happy. That's the thing. Is I mean, I would just can I live there? That'd be perfect. Absolutely perfect. That round driveway though, that's begging for drifting. Just saying. There's like a round driveway with a fountain in it, literally. Yeah. That's like, what that's what <laughs> isn't that what round driveways are for? Right? Yes. I'm sorry. That's, that's how you know. practice you feathering the clutch. Don't hit the yeah. tree. Don't, Don't hit the hit tree. Don't hit the tree. Don't hit the tree. I mean, that would be I would love that. Yeah. It's got a lot of columns. Yeah, it's I mean, it's you know, it's definitely a large home. <laughs> we'll say that, yeah. Well, if you're interested in checking out that insane house, text RCS to 59559. Uh, car guys, driver's club members. <laughs> this is right up yeah. your alley. <laughs> tech bros. It's right up the road, too. Tech yeah. girls, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You, you peoples. <laughs> <laughs> it's the right neighborhood for it. Mm-hmm. Right I agree. Redmond. So yeah. go check that out. Hey, if you want to, you know, get some more cars, I don't know, another 
cup car or right. five more, you should buy this place. <laughs> Ferrari challenge car. Yes. You just aim it for this. I'll just take it all. Look at all these cars <laughs> that she's naming, Dan, that she'd love to drive. <laughs> Again, somebody should have asked her that question. I don't know. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have like a, a daily uh, sports car. I mean, I know you have the kids, so that's consideration. But Do you know how fast that Escalade is? Oh, I know. I'm just saying. Her, like, yeah. <laughs> she was like the original cool mom carpool right. car. Right. So it's like, you know, it's quick because it's got so much torque, but it becomes a freight train at some point. A lot of body roll. Yeah. Look, if you want to be the coolest mom on, on the block or the best drug dealer on the block, you drive that. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. She gets it. It yeah. would be pretty cool having the Escalade pulling your track car, though. That's Absolutely. pretty baller. Well, that's what I was wondering, too. Like, with the Escalade, I mean, that'd be a great, you can pull, pull your, a trail your, with that. Or yeah. does your crew transport? My crew transport. Oh, perfect. Yeah. 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 She's got a guy. For I that. know, right? <laughs> That's the way to go, though. I have a trailer. Well, yeah. And a truck. Yes. What kind of truck do you have? But I did put the tow ball on the Cadillac. Okay. Because there was a day where I couldn't find somebody to tow my car out, pull my car out for me. And I promised I would never be stuck in that situation again. <laughs> tow ball on my car that day. Oh, gotcha. Oh, I see, yes. what, you, I see what you mean. Yeah, I thought, my, I thought yeah. you meant you'd my, never my po- po- pulled something. I was like, that can be daunting, too, to learn how to do that. So No, I haven't. Okay. But oh, got it. That's just another challenge, right? Yeah. Like that's just another. With the track, though, you don't have to like worry about backing it into a tight garage. Pull you don't. Up, unload. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I got you there. Okay. Yeah. Fair She's enough. not going to a boat ramp. <laughs> no. Some of the best YouTube videos in the <laughs> Entertainment world. Entertainment for days. <laughs> Cars if you're going into the river. Or the, oh, so much fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming in. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, obviously you had no personality, so we'll probably have to edit a lot of this out. Totally. <laughs> are, you an, are you an Avance member? No, I am not. Why are you not an Avance member? What is wrong with you? Well, I'm, something I I'm will ask, look I'm, into. I'm seriously asking that. What is wrong with you? Will it give me a cup car? <laughs> you would meet a lot of people joking, with cup cars. But actually, actually yeah. You'd be yeah, in great exactly, company, yeah. though. There's I've heard no, fantastic things. There's no shortage of race car Excellent drivers Excellent community. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they have a couple of events coming up. Obviously, it's the Seattle, the Seattle International Auto Show. I can't even say it anymore. I just gave up on it that much. <laughs> I, w- I want to say something before we get too far in this. I, I uh, went and did the, uh, the, what do they call it, cars and guns or whatever this weekend. Oh, security. It was, it was so much fun. A lot of great members showed up, uh, and, and they did, they, security did a wonderful job with the gun safety and teaching everybody, and, and it was a wonderful environment to go out and shoot. Like, a, we had the opportunity to be in a lot of places and go shooting, but that was one of the best ones. And I really want to thank Adam and Chrissy for it. So yeah. 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 Big shout out. Like driving training matters a lot yeah. with guns, especially. Yeah. So <laughs> speaking of required things you should be doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we, we got that coming up. And then what, like next Saturday, uh, the, the 20th, we've got uh, the, our off-road event. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be out there. With uh, the barbecue. With the barbecue and a fire pit. And we're going to bring out all of our toys because we've got toys we need to play with and yep. haven't been played with yet. So. Yeah, looking forward to that. Shut up. Can we really do that there? I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, fire up the grill and host hot, host hot dogs. I don't know. I, I, we, I, we should. We should. Yeah, I've said that several, we need to call somebody. I think you're absolutely right. I don't know. Lighting a fire on somebody else's property is probably not the best idea. Well, the barbecue can be sitting on the tailgate on the truck. So can the the True. fire pit. It sits on a mat on feet. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Be fine. It's your truck. I'm not worried. It'd about be it. fine. <laughs> I don't care. I barbecued in the middle of the desert in Moab. I can do it there. You're good. You should right. come out to the Avance Off Road Day. Speaking Absolutely. Of fun, that's the 20th. It's and if you're not racing, it's uh, it's just fun. It's a 
not something normally people do, I think, if they're not into off-roading already. And it's a great spectator sport for one, but also you can just be like, hey, can I get a ride? And be like, sure, hop in. Fantastic. Go around the track. Yeah, yeah. Especially when it's really nasty and muddy and rainy out. Because we, we bring a heater with us. Everybody knows if you're a spectator, we said this before, we bring the heater. You can come hang out, have we donuts. We bring the heat. Yeah. Have water and things <laughs> that may be in the cooler or may not be. You start with me. You called yourself a cool I mom like four times. <laughs> Even we are so it. fighting now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, come join us out uh, at Dirtfish, and uh, yeah, hang out. Okay. I thought you were going somewhere. I was like, and what, Dan? <laughs> no. So, yeah, enjoy the fun. It'll be it'll be great. Even if it's raining or snowing or muddy or whatever. If it's muddy, it's even better. It's unless you're doing the it's, cleanup afterwards. It's going to be. I mean, it's raining straight for like the next week. So I think we're going to be we're going to be okay. Cool. So yeah, muddy is good. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you for coming in. We really appreciate it and taking the time uh, for this episode of Rain City Supercars. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.